Likute Torah, Parshas Nosoi, page 20a. Nosoi as Reish B'nei Gerushin, Yesh Lahovin, we need to understand Lomenema B'nei Gerushin Gamheim. Why does the Torah say by B'nei Gerushin, also them you need to count? Also, by the Bnei Gershon, it says specifically, it should be by the instruction of Aaron and his sons, all the Aveda of the Bnei Hagershuni. And that detail is not mentioned by the Bnei Kohas Umarori. Why? In order to understand this, we need to preface the general concept of the Mishkan and its journey in the desert. Because the root of the reason of the journey in the Midbar of the Mishkan and its vessels was in order to humble the power of nourishment to the klipa. Because the root of nourishment to klipa is from a desert. And therefore, by midbar ein shon gidel tzemach bedesha klal ela shemomin belvad, and that's the reason why in a desert nothing grows, no vegetation or grass, but there's desolation. Ki hahashpo he misitzeredik dusha davka ve'atamachaya es kulam, because influence is from the side of kedusha. As it says, you vivify all creation. And it says that Hashem is a tzaddik. Pirush, which means tzaddik shehu mashpia ubal tzedaka. He is a tzaddik in the sense that he gives. And he is the generator and the owner of tzedaka. He gives tzedaka. V'chein b'chol yesh and so too in every side of holiness, there is this level of tzaddik, bal and hashpa. That comes from the side of Kedusha. Now by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, kindness comes from Gedula. As it says, Erech HaPayim Ugedol Chosed. And on the side of Kedusha, Chesed is drawn when the recipient is nullified. When the recipient is nullified to Hashem and is considered like nothing in his own eyes. A person is willing to give to another. Because when a person is considered and when they feel nothing in their own eyes, they feel that the other person is more important to be the recipient and hence they're willing to give. As it says by Avram, Avram considered himself dust and ashes. Therefore, that was the reason why he did kindness to all men. But in contrast, somebody who has an ego, the inner bottle, and is not selflessness. He needs everything for himself. And he's not one who gives. Therefore, the Midbar, the desert, is described as a place of snakes and 
scorpions. The three expressions, Nachosh, Saraf, and Akrov, are gimel klipas, are descriptions of three klipas. Shasham mekoyer haklipas, which, that's the source of klipa. Shehem yesh nifrod, which generates independence and self-centeredness and egocentricity. And it has no bittle. Which is why nothing comes from that. So, in summary, a desert is a place of desolation. Nothing grows there. There's no hashpa there because it wants everything for itself. So it's the source of klipa. And that was the whole reason of the journey of the Oren and of the Yidn in the desert. In order to humble the desert. For that purpose, they carried the Mishkon by Membeis Masois, 42 journeys, which is the name of Hashem, which has 42 parts to it, 42 letters. And therefore, the revelation of godliness, which was in the tabernacle, when they carried it in the desert, that caused an automatic humbling of the clipper. As it says, it was like wax that melted. The utility of such a humbling process was as a preparation for the time to come. So that there should be a revelation of godliness in our lowly world. Kemeshakasov, as it says, the Nikla Kveid Hashem, that the glory of Hashem will be revealed. Shalidesha Nichnat Chilamikir Hahester Vahayesh, through the source of the concealment and the ego being humbled, Yuchalias Boy Achakachagilui Laosidlavi. There can be thereafter the revelation in time to come. One may say, This is rather like in Avoida that there needs to be first iskafia, suppression, in order that thereafter there can be transformation. Without the Initial level of iskafia, lo One cannot transform the darkness. Similarly, in order that there should be revelation of godliness in this low world, that there should be a transformation of darkness to light. Kemoshikosov, as it says, Le'eser of Ye'er, that towards the evening there will be light. There first had to be the humbling of the desert. Have a look in the Maimar of Elavasi, which he explains there, that through this there was given the empowerment for a person to humble their body. And the idea of this revelation in time to come is, because before Hashem himself, there is no concealment. Because before God himself, all is as naught. The ain't shinui klau, 
and there's no change at all. Before or after creation. Because even now he is one and only. As it was before creation. The reason being, because all of creation something from nothing, was only from letters of speech, because it was with the word of God that heavens were made. So take, for example, speech by a human being, which is completely nullified and secondary to thought. And speech, contrasted to thought, has no place. When does speech have a place? When there is a listener. For them it becomes important. Similar when we contrast this in the supernal realm. Letters of speech in the ten utterances with which the world was created, they gain importance when there are creations which are created something from nothing. But in contrast to Hashem himself, they are literally considered as naught. Even though, as far as the revelation of letters of speech, the world appears to us as something independent, but by Hashem, there is no concealment. The Alkain and therefore La Osid Lava in time to come, Shayizgala Kvid Hashem, when the glory of Hashem will be revealed, Shahu Bachinas Gilui Atzmius Elikus, which is a level of revelation of the very essence of godliness, Azaime Mela Loyaster Shum Hestaklau, then nothing will conceal at all. The Yia Gilui Elikus Gamma Basia. And there will also be a revelation of godliness here in the world of Asiya. To the extent that all flesh will be able to actually physically perceive that godliness. And in order that there should be that revelation in time to come, it's necessary for there to be the journey of the des- the journey of the Mishkan in the desert in order to humble it. Base. So that was the whole point of the journeying of the Mishkan in this world. And that entire journey of the Mishkan in the desert exists today as well, but in a spiritual journey in our souls. Because there is an individual Mishkan within each person. And all the details of the Mishkan exist within a person's soul. As it says, make for me a sanctuary so that I may dwell within them. And Chazal comment, it doesn't say in it, but in them. Because every Jew needs to create a Mishkan within their soul. Which means to reveal godliness in their soul through the service of the heart, which is davening. 
when their heart will be pure. As it says, that Hashem created for me a pure heart. Because when a person's heart is pure of any impurity, meaning that its direction is only for Hashem, Azai then Nikra Mishkon, it's called a Mishkon, Lishkon Boy Gilui Hashem, that there should reside in the person's heart a revelation of the light of Hashem. Ukameshukosov, as it says, Niki Chapai Muvar Levov, Yisov Rocha Mehis Hashem. De Pirush Bracha, what does the word Bracha mean? Who am Shachas Gilu Elokus Benafshei. That revelation of godliness comes when there's Bar Levov. When a person has purity of the heart. That is what it means when Chazal say that purity brings to holiness, as the Reishis Chachma explains. And through that process, there is humbled the concealment of the animal soul, which hides and divides, and to that corporeality and animalistic side of the Nefesh Bahamas, the world looks as if it is a separate entity, an independent. And that's because of the grubkite, the crassness of the animal soul. But when a person's heart will be clear, they will see with the eye of the of the mind how it doesn't truly cover, and it will understand that before Hashem. There is, in fact, nothing else. Because through the purity of heart, there will be drawn a revelation of godliness even in the place of concealment, so that it won't conceal anymore. And that was exactly the purpose of the journey of the Mishkan, in the Midbar, which through that journey, as we explained beforehand, it humbled the desert. And exactly the same is today in the soul. The humbling of the Yetzirah, which is also compared to a desert, because it's a land which has not been Cultivated, which refers to actions, speech, and thought, which are not God-centered. Those are all compared to a desert. That's why we describe a desert by saying that man has never lived there. Pirush Adam. What do we mean by man? It's the Odom which is referred to in Yechezkel as the image of man above the chariot. In other words, the supernal man has never dwelt there. There's never been any revelation of godliness in that Yetzirah, in that place of concealment. And a person needs to take that place and bring the Mishkan to that place. Hence, bringing a Lukos into a place that never previously had a revelation of godliness and setting up God's camp there. The Alkain, and therefore, Sarech Lahachnir Bechines Midbar, Zeh, Shehua Yetzahara, therefore a person needs to humble. This desert, which is the Yetzirah, 
and that is through drawing godliness within their soul. The Alter Rebbe says in the brackets, in a different place, it's explained that Basilo said, How do we praise a bride? We say she's beautiful and kind. <clears throat> In order that the drawing down of above should not be corresponding to the elevation from below. Rather, there should first be the drawing down from above. So that the good deed should precede even the turning away from evil, in a refined way. And a person should not wait with the positive until they have dealt completely with the negative. And that is because through drawing down the positive, automatically the clipper will fall away. Because little, a little light pushes away great darkness. <clears throat> and through that a person will come to turn away from evil completely. And that was the idea of the journeying of the Mishkan in the desert, which is drawing down Elikos, which automatically the Klippus were humbled. That when the Oren journeyed, the enemies ran away. Similarly, in a person's soul, through drawing down godliness from above, in good deeds, and in Torah learning and davening, then automatically the physicality of the good and the of the body and the animal soul will be humbled. <clears throat> Basically, the Alter Rebbe is saying in this brackets that in order to deal with the darkness and concealment of the Nefesh of Bahamis, one does it by journeying there with the Mishkan and simply by drawing down Gilu Yalukus into that place. And automatically the Chitzonim, the Klippa, will be pushed away. So by good deeds, <clears throat> by learning, by Torah, by mitzvahs, by davening, a person sheds light in that place which is dark, and automatically the chitzonim, the forces of evil, fall away. In the Mishkan, there were three elements. There were the boards, the curtains, and the vessels. So let's first explain the boards. They were called acacia woods which were standing. Like angels which stand. As it says that the angels call seraphim stand. The Medrash in Shir Hashirim correlates the standing of the seraphim, angels in heaven, to the boards of the Mishkan standing here below. What does it mean the seraphim stood? That's like we say in Davening that his ministers all stood in the heavens and <clears throat> said in great awe, etc. What is the concept? Because when we say standing, we mean in silence. When a person stands in silence, they are completely nullified. 
and that's the concept of nullification of one's will. So then there should be no other desire in a person's mind apart from doing the rotsa in the will of Hashem. As it says, that I have no other desire apart from you. As it says in Pirkei Aves, one has to nullify your will. Why is this called standing? Because when a person has love and cleaves to Hashem, that is called moving. As it says by Avram, that he was journeying. However, before a person embarks on the journey of love, there needs to be first the standing. Which is the idea of standing and being silent, reigning in the <coughs> extension and movement of the person in the side of unholiness. Which are the strange desires which a person wants and desires for things which are unholy. Which are also called moving. <clears throat> As it says in the Pasuk in Shmuel base, chapter 12, Pasuk Dalet, Vayove Helech Leish Heosher. There, Nosan Hanavi is giving a marshal to David Hamelech of how he sinned with Uriah Hachiti. And he compares the Yetzahara to a man who is moving, who is going. Shehu Hahiluch de Umazer. That's the movement of the side of unholiness. Vazehu Helech Shehoilech Omizchazek. And that's Helech, meaning that he actually goes and gathers momentum. Which initially he is a guest, but then eventually, as Rashi explains over there, becomes the boss. And one needs to actually send away the feet of the ox and the donkey. Which in its spiritual dimension is the prevention of of the expansion of the Yitzhahara. And in order to transform this movement of the unholy side, and <clears throat> instead there should be a movement in godliness, first the person has to stop and stand. And that is the immediate cessation of having a desire from something which is unholy. Ukanal, as we've explained, because through iskafia, suppression, that's the way to come to iskafia, ishapcha, to transformation. And that's the idea of standing boards. And that's the idea of the standing and the complete nullification of strange desires. And that is drawn through or which is why the Srofim stand in the Heights of the world, and they stand in awe. And that was the Aveda of the Bnei Merari, because they carried the boards. Because in order to come to this level of standing, that's through bitterness, when a person becomes 
full of self-introspection, about the wasted time in their youth, which the vast majority of people walk in darkness. And through that embitteredness, a person arouses great mercy on themselves, asking Hashem that they should be able to come to the level of nullifying their own desire and replacing it with a desire only for Hashem. Thereafter, after the standing of the Bnei Merari, of the Kuroshim, a person comes to a level of love and desire for Hashem, with great ecstasy. And those are the curtains of the Mishkan, made of blue and purple. Because Tcheles has within it the expression of ecstasy. As is explained in Chsidus and Shirashirim. And that is the coverings over the boards which is, the boards were, there's the nullification of the will, and the covering over that is the love. It's rather like a human being who has a skeleton, and on top of the skeleton is flesh. The skeleton the bones is the foundation upon which is built the flesh. And it's rather like all my bones saying, Hashem, who is like you? Which is the idea of nullification of one's will. Which has to be by apparent in a person the entire day. And thereafter, a person can come to the love of Hashem, which is the flesh and the sinews, because flesh comes from the elements of fire, and the sinews is the blood and spirit, and that was the Aved of the Bnei Gershon, which was to carry the curtains. Gimel. Hine now Bavedas Hashem Bitfila in Davening, Bechinas Bittel Rotzen Hanal, Sorachlias Alidehis Eurus Yira Tatob, Besugidizim Oberches Yetzer Eur, Besipure Miras or Bittel Hamalochin. The Bittel, which we've mentioned before by the name Marori, like the boards, that needs to come through the arousal of the lower level of Yira, which comes by saying the Pesuke de Zimra and the Birchus Yetzer when one tells of the great fear and nullification of the angels. And to move on to the movement of love, that's through the meditation in Ahava Soilam, Shema Yisrael, which is the Palace of love, Pirush Shema Loshen Havana Kiyodua. As is well known, that the meaning of Shema is not just listening, but it's deep understanding. Which is the deep meditation in the greatness of Hashem. How all the worlds. Gan Eden Elyon Vatachtain, the upper garden of Eden, the lower garden of Eden, the Gamash Osad Lies Belaf Hashvi, and even now which will be in the seventh millennium, the Osid Lovoi, in time to come, the Gam at Nunalofim Yodlis, and even the fifty thousand jubilees in time to come, Kulom Olu Bemachshava Achas Levad, Kameyatz Musa Yisborach. One contemplates how all the great expanse of time and worlds is all but one thought before Hashem.
as it says, that Hashem looks to the end of all generations. And this look, this glimpse, is simply with one thought. As is written in Zayr and Medrash, that just with one thought, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created all the worlds. And just like by a person down here, thought is only a garment of the soul, certainly it is above. Because my thoughts are not like your thoughts. And that's the meaning that Hashem <coughs> adorned himself he, he, with a garment, his, his kingship in a garment. That's the idea that a supernal, supernal thought arose to create worlds in order that she, he should be a king over the people. This thought clothed itself in a garment. It's not like the will or thought of a king of flesh and blood, who wants to rule over his servants, whose servants are an entity, even without the king. Therefore, one can apply the term rotza in desire that the king should rule over them. Whereas in contrast above, where all the worlds are created something from nothing before him, through his will, if that's the case, in order to have a desire to rule over them, it's rather like a garment. It's external. And that's why it says that Hashem donned, He garmented His kingship in a garment. That's what we mean when we see that this machshava which Hashem had, I will be a king. It's only a garment. That's the meaning of what it says in the Megillah, that the garments of the king should be brought, which the king wore. Because malchus is only a levush, it's a garment, because before the king, the king himself creates everything. However, the Pasuk says in the Megillah that the king, the garment of the king should be brought. Because in fact, Hashem being king is dependent on the actions of the creation. To draw Hashem's will in that thought. And that's when Yidin keep Torah Mitzvahs. And that's the concept of the Mishkan, of me dwelling within them. And that's the concept which Leah said about her third son, Levi, that now my husband will be attached to me. Which is the drawing of the Oren Saf to be brought into the Machshava, as we'll explain soon. This is all contained <coughs> as part of the, co- the meditation in Shema Yisrael. In other words, Hashem dons a garment of this thought. And that's the word Elokeinu, which the word Elokeim is the idea and concept of Simtum. And thereafter we say, That we draw down this Malchus, 
into Shein Kaved Malchusay, which are the three worlds of Bria, Yitzir, and Asiya. From that meditation is born the love. Which in general are the curtains of the Mishkan. But in specifics, it's in six Midois. As it says in the description of the angels, with two he covers his face, or with two he flies, which is an expression of coming and going, of, 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 of reaching up and, and returning. That's why the name of Hashem, which is called the Shem Membeis, the 42 letters, name of Hashem has seven Pesukim, in each one of them having six words, as is in the Onabachayach Tfila of Reb Nechuni Ben Akana. So seven times six is 42, the Shem Membeis. And that's what it's written by the coverings that it had Sheish and Argomon. Shis Gavonim, six colors, Umichse Oiris Tachashim, and a covering of Tachashim skin, Shetargume Saskoina, which the Targum translates as Saskoina of Amarazal, and Chazal says, Shasos Begavonim Harbe, that it rejoices in having many colors. Hainu Shisha Midas Hanal, which are the six different Midas. The Inyan Rotse Vashuv Ba'adam, What's the concept of Ratzah Veshuv in the person? Haratzin hu ava Ratzah is love. Vahashuv hu amshach hasein and sav baruch hu alidei mitzvahs maisias. And the return is the drawing of the oil and sav through mitzvahs maisias. Shehen remachi varun demalka, which are the 248 limbs of the king. Kemoi ha'ever shuhu kli ligiloi ha'er v'achayetz. Just like a limb is a vessel to revelation of light and energy. And through a person drawing down upon themselves a revelation of the Oyrensov, through mitzvah performance, as it says, you have sanctified us in your mitzvahs. Through that, Shuv, that return, there is further aroused a love in a person. So that's the meaning of the Pasig and Shira Shirin, draw me, and after you we will run. And it says there will be an eternal love. Al Cain, therefore, Meshachticha Chesed will draw Chesed. So it's a cycle. So it comes out, Yesh Rotzei Achar there's a Rotzei after the Shuv, Veshuv Achar Rotzei, and there's a Shuv after the Rotzei. So it's a continual cycle of yearning and returning, yearning and returning. And that was the job of the Bnei Gershon, who carried the curtains, which is the drawing of great love, which is drawn through mitzvah performance as it's mentioned in Avasailam. That's the yearning before the Shuv. And so too, the curtains were peripheral, like mitzvahs which are garments to the soul. Nimsesh, so it comes out, Avedis Beneir Merari Nosi Hakaroshim. So it comes out that the Bnei Merari, they carried the boards. Shahin Bechinazatse Shitim Oimdim, which are standing. Zeu Yira Tata, that is the lower level of Yira Shabimena Nimsha Bechinazu Amido Bittel Rotzain, from which comes standing and nullification of will. The Achakar Bechinaz Bnei Gershon. And then there was the Bnei Gershon. Nosi Hayuri, as they carried the curtains. And they, the Bnei Gershon, fused 
the two loves of Ahav HaSoylem and Avarabba. Now we have the third set, which is the Bnei Kahas. The Bnei Kahas, they carried the Oren and the Altus. That's the level, the higher level of Yira. Which is even higher than Avarabba. So in other words, you have Yira and Ahava, and then Yira. First you start off with Yira Tata, the lower level of Yira, which is the Bnei Marari, the Bittl Aratzin. Then you move to Ahava, which is the Bnei Gershon, the carriers of the curtains, which is both Avas, Oilam and Avarabba, the two levels of Ava. And then you move to Bnei Kahas, which is the highest level of Yira, Yira Ilah. Because in the Oren was hidden the Luchos. The revelation of the Luchos was through the Menorah. In other words, the Menorah reveals the hidden light of the now with Chachma, there is the Biru, there is the refinement. Because Torah is about refining. Which was the concept of the altars. That was all the carried by the Bnei Kahas. As it says, to him nations will gather. Nations will gather together. Which is the concept of refinement. And Chachma also draws <coughs> the highest level of Yira. As it's known from that which it says, if there's no Yira, there's no Chachma. There's no Chachma in Yira. The mitchila that in the beginning is yira tata. There has to be the lower level of yira. The main yira tata First, there has to be the boards of the mishkan, which is the lower level of yira. Before that, you can't come to chachma. thereafter, in yira If there's no chachma, you can't have the higher level of yira. Because in order to come to the higher level of yira. That's through Chachma, Torah, the Mechachma Nafkas, which goes out of Chachma. Nimsa, so it comes out, Bechinus Bnei Kahos, Zeu Yiru Ilah, Shalacha Averaba, Zeu Bechinus Shmeina Esrei, Shaachar Ve'ahavta de Krishma. And that's the idea of the Shmeina Esrei. So, in summary, you have the Bnei Merori, which are the like the boards which are standing, they carried the boards, and that's the idea of Yira Tata, the lower level of Yira, which is generated through saying the Pesuke de Zimra, and talking about the Bittal of the Malachim. Then you have the Bnei Gershon carrying the curtains, which is the idea of Ahava, of the Ahava Soylem and Avarab, and the fusion of the two. And then you have the higher level of Yira, which is the Bnei Kahas, which is the carrying of the Oren and the Menorah and the Kalim, the Mizbachais, and that is Shmeina Esrei, the Bittle of the Shmeina Esrei. Dalad. That which the Bnei Merari carried the boards, the purpose was to elevate Yira Tata, the lower level of Yira, into the higher level of Yira. Because the word Merari, in fact, shows that. Because in the Mishkan, there were two types of Moir. One was in the incense, which was in the anointing oil. And the second was in the moir 
in the Ketorah. So again, you have Moir both in the anointing oil, the Shem and and also in the Ketorahs. So you have two types of Moir. And that's hinted to in Merori. For Ho'inyan, the matter is, Ki ha-Moir chaya. Because this Mer is made from the blood of an animal. When the blood of that animal congeals, it's made into a fragrance. And that's the concept of suppression and transformation of darkness to light. In other words, when we take blood and make something fragrant of it. And that's the mer of the Ketodas, which is a incense which goes from below to above. And through this elevation, it draws a movement from above, which is the mer in the anointing oil, which is called which is a reference to the wisdom of Torah, which is the higher level of Yira. So in other words, Merari contains two types of Moir. One Moir is the, the B'nai Merari, which we explained before, the Kroshim which is standing, which is the transformation of darkness to light, which comes from the blood of Chaya, when it's Nikrash, when it congeals, and it's made into a incense, which is the idea of a reach, which goes from below up. That's the level of Yiratatar. However, it will lead to the Shemen Hamishcha, the second type of Moir, which is a reference to Torah, which is Yira Ilah. The Hamoir Shebekateris, the Moir which is in the Kateris, who is Kafi of Ishabcha Hashecha, Lenahoira, who begins Yiratatar, for who Hagoirim Hamshachas Yira the Moir in the Ketoris is the Eskafia Neshapcha of darkness to light, which is Yira Tata, and that causes and brings down the higher level of Yira. Lachin Merari Haina base, Pirush base, Pomim Moir, and therefore the word Merari is twice Moir, to Hainu Ischabras base, Bachinus Moir Anal, because it's a fusion of the two types of Moir as explained. Lachin, and therefore Hain Nosu Hakroshim. That's why they carried the boards, because the boards themselves was the fusion of the lower and the upper level of Yira. So now we return to the original question as to why the Avoida of the Bnei Gershuni was specifically by the directive of Aaron and his sons. Because it's specifically by the Aveda of the Bnei Gershuni that you need the direction of Aaron. Because the Aveda of the Bnei Gershun who carried the curtains, which are the peripheral curtains, which as we've explained beforehand, is to draw down the great love which is peripheral, within the six middays, the gavanim and colors, in the middays of the soul. That's done specifically through Aaron. Because he is the source of the great love. And he is the level of Rav Chesed. That's why he's called Aharon. Aleph Har Nun. The word Aaron is made of an Aleph, then the word Har, and then the letter Nun. Ki Har he beginnes Ava, because Har, a mountain, is a description of Ahava. Belochin Avram Oihavi Nikrahar, Koruhar. That's why Avram, my beloved one, was called a mountain. Ach Aharin Mesba Hoirhahar. Aaron, he died on Hoirhahar, Shehi Avel Yena Yosem beginnes Avram which was a greater love than Avram had. And that's why the Aleph comes before the Har. Aleph will begin as Pele, because Aleph is the same letters as Pele, which means wondrous. 
which is a reference to Midois which are higher than Seichel. Vinikras Bezoyar Turecha Sheikha, and they're called in the Zoyar mountains of darkness. Venun Hapshuta and the long nun at the end of Aharoin, he beginis Yuridus Vaham Shokasoyhavarabazulamatalchonoshamisro. That reflects the drawing down of this great love to all souls. Ki Aaron Humishiva Rayam Hamafanasin Lenshomasisro, because Aaron is one of the seven shepherds who give sustenance to Jewish souls. And therefore it was the Bnei Gershon who carried the curtains. Which, as we've explained, the, two cur- the curtains are the elevation and drawing down and fusion of the two loves of Ava Soylem and Ava Rabba. That, the love, was specifically by the director of Aaron and his sons, because Aaron is the source of that love. That's why they were called Gershoin with a long nun at the end, in contrast to Gershoim, which has a mem at the end. Because Gershoin also has the long nun, which it shares with Aaron. Because the long nun is and refers to the drawing down all the way below. And in order to be this drawing down, it needs to come from a very high source. As we know, that the exodus was caused by specifically the revelation of Hashem and not an angel. That's why it was specifically from the great love of Aaron that one could draw down into each soul. Now, Gershon is the expression of driving away. For your right hand, Hashem, can crush the enemy. Which is the animal soul. Whereas from the left side there is nourishment. And therefore the curtains and the peripheral of the Mishkan blinds the eyes of the clipper. And that's what it means that the Mikdash of Hashem your hands made. Because the level of the Levim is that they were the ones that joined the Oren Saf with the worlds. Because in truth, Hashem has no, <coughs> is not in the same category as the worlds. And therefore, in order that the arousal from below should have and draw a commensurate response from above, that's precipitated by Levim, because they are the idea of joining, fusion. That now my husband will join me. They are the ones that cause this fusion. And that's why they were the ones that, that carried the Mishkan and its vessels. And thereafter there was the encampment, which is the elevation and the drawing down. This is what it means, that the tabernacle of Hashem was established. So that there would be a revelation of godliness down here, dwelling within them. Your hands, Heim Gibel Yodis, are a reference to the three hands of Yad HaGadoyla, Yad HaChazaka, and Yad HaRama. The great hand, the strong hand, and the, and the high hand. Yad HaGadoyla, Shehi Bechines Varav Chesed. The Yad HaGadoyla is the level of Rav Chesed, who in Yenavid is Bnei HaGer Shuni. That's 
the avid of the Bnei Geishuni, which was with love. Yada Chazaka, the strong hand is Bechinus Smaila Tachasal Reishi, who Bechinus Bnei Merari. That's the level of the Bnei Merari, which, as we said beforehand, is the lower level of Yira. The Yad Harama, Zeo Bechinus Bnei Kahas, and the third hand, the Yad Rama, is the Bnei Kahas. Ki Rama Loshen Reimimus, because Rama is an expression of exaltedness. Vuhu Bechinus Bnei Kahas, Shohoyu Neisim Ha'orim Bahaluchas. And they were the Bnei Kahas who carried the Oren and the Luchas. Now, the power to do this, to elevate through the three Levim, the Levim themselves need empowerment, and that comes through the Kohanim. And therefore, the Levim themselves did not start their Avodah unless it was preceded by Kohanim. And that is why it says Gamheim by the Bnei Gershon. That which it doesn't say by the Bnei Merari Nisias Reish, I'm Barabbas Parshas Nosoi, Lefisha Kahas Hoya Mitaya Neha Oren, because Kahas carried the Oren Shahu Kedesh Akadoshim, the Gershon Hoya Kedesh, the Hainu Shahoya Bechoyer, and Gershon was Kedesh because he was the Bechoyer, Uksiv's Kadeshli called Bechoyer, Masha Enkem Ben Nemerari, Ein Shon, the Yeshla Farish, the Hinim of Uli Il Be Pirush, Suez Reish, the Hainu Lakasha Bechinus Arotz and Atach and Hanimshach. What is the idea of Nesias Reish? That is to connect the lower level of Ratzin, which comes from the head and the brain, which is inside the body, and to attach it and elevate it to the level of Ratzin, which transcends Seichel, which is the level of the Mazel. That Halo, that elevation principally is through Torah. Shehi bechinus rotsin elin, which is the upper rotsin. Ukemeshkos hashon beinin achastid. Ubeshach deutchdi. Ukemeshkos hazaliel bedivramasl vaidabel lekim eskola dvarim. Gabi imein chachma imein yira. Vlochin gabi bnei kahosh shahuyutainin saorin shabay haluchay snem aronase esroch. And therefore, by the bnei kahosh who carried the orin, it says nase esroch. so in this last paragraph, he explains why by Bnei Merari, it doesn't mention the idea of Nesias Rosh, because the Bnei Merari, they are in the lower level of Yira. Whereas the Bnei Kahos, they, <coughs> it says, it does say the idea of Nesias Rosh, because they were in the highest level. Gamheim is also mentioned by Bnei Gershon, because Bnei Gershon, since he is the Bechoyer, which he has the level of Kedusha, he also has the possibility of Nesir Sarosh, of lifting up the lower Ratzon to the higher Ratzon. So this answers the question by why the Bnei Gershon, it also says Gamheim. To summarize, <clears throat> or in summary, the, the whole Maimah, the Maimah talks about how we take the traveling of the Mishkan and the carrying of the various parts of the mission through the Bnei Merari, Gershon and Kohos, and we reflect that within our own soul. We all have a level of Midbar, a desolation within ourselves. That is the place of the Eight Sahara. And we need to set up the Mishkan in that place. And that's through and happens in davening, when first we have the Bnei Merari setting up the boards of the Mishkan, 
That's the level of Yira Tata, Yira which comes through the contemplation in Pesukah de Zimra and in the Avod of the Malachim. Then we have the love of the Bnei Gershon that comes when we say Shema. And then we have the ultimate level of Yira, Yira Ilah, which is produced by the Amida, by the Bnei Kahas. And <clears throat> we need to play out the Avoida of each one of those three within our Midbar, setting up our own Mishkan, and hence driving away the Chitzayin in the Klippa, transforming darkness into light, and through our positivity and our drawing down of this godliness into a Midbar, we hence get rid of the Chitzayin and we have a complete Ratzayin only for Hashem.